Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Comedy Buffy podcast all about death. Hellmouth. Hellmouth. about yeah i stole it from dear hank and john so oh. i'm just gonna be right up front with that good absolutely. and say that you should listen to that podcast because it's a lot of fun you do love talking about podcasts that aren't ours <laughs> i'm just sure. saying that five under five is the best <laughs> gaming podcast that you can find oh i deserve that we are on <gasps> episode 18 of season two killed by death original air date march 3rd 1998 that is a fact. And you know what's another fact, Michaela? You can find 5 Under 5 not only on Inside Fuck. World Gaming, <laughs> but also on any any place where you find your podcasts. iTunes, uh, Google Play, all of those. Great. That's great. I'm sure people will be just getting on that right after they finish listening to this podcast. Each episode's only five minutes. It's very time conscious. Sorry, wait, what, what episode is this, Michaela? I totally blanked on that. <laughs> Episode 18, Killed uh -huh. by Death. Okay, cool. Yeah, season two, right? Season two. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. When when was it aired? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I told everyone else this two seconds ago and you weren't listening. Yeah, I had other things on my mind. Yeah, it's uh, fine. They heard it. Okay, <laughs> let's jump on in. <laughs> Previously on. Ba -ba -bow. Can we just talk about, I mean, this only really applies to anyone who watched this on Netflix. Uh -huh. But like the previously on that they showed me was so angel centric that like you really you watch it and you're like, man, I bet this episode's about angel for sure. There's shockingly little stuff that's in the previously on that's relevant to this episode. Like in any way. So J. Cal died and yes. we see that and we're like, okay, we remember that. That is such a small part of this. Yep. That's like two lines of this episode. Like we probably got more David Boreanaz in the previously on than we did in the rest of the episode. It would not be hard. He's not in much of this episode. Yeah, no, he's in his. He's got his like two scene minimum or whatever. After you had mentioned that we were gonna see the floppy disk shot a lot, where it like clatters behind the desk or whatever furniture it's there, I was so disappointed that there was no that the end of that previous one was not the floppy disk falling. I am so sad. I was promised things, Michaela, and you I didn't was deliver. Expecting it, but it, I was. Everyone was disappointed. Okay. Yeah, there's just a ton of stuff from the previous episode, though, making it seem like this is sort of the second part of that, and it's it's not. <laughs> Like, it, I think it really sets up some stuff that it does not deliver at all. <laughs> There's zero payoff for it, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So Buffy's jumping over a wall. She's got some sniffles, and she's going on patrol in a graveyard. The graveyard, right, Michaela? Right, the single graveyard in Sunnydale. Certainly only one of those. Uh-huh. Yeah, so she's on patrol, and she's not looking too good. No. And um, because she's supposed to be at home, the rest of the gang is on patrol too. This is such a clusterfuck of right hand not knowing what the left hand's doing. Yeah, there's like zero communication here. Buffy is surprised to see Willow, Xander, and Cordy out patrolling. And they're like, what are you doing out of bed? And you're like, wait, someone got very mixed messages here. <laughs> if you're sending these chumps out to patrol, like you've got to be clear about what's happening. Right? And like, you'd think that they'd be like, hey, Buffy, you seem pretty sick. We're going to patrol for you tonight. Like, stay home. Yeah. Like, isn't that, like, that takes two seconds. Like, th no one did that. Cordy has a great line saying how gross Buffy looks. We're all concerned about how gross you look. 
<laughs> it's classic Cordy. I'm going to talk about this now because okay. it's going to come up a lot. Do it. But didn't it seem like Cordelia was really back on the snark train this episode? Oh, yeah. Everything she says is snarky. And like, we had kind of gotten away from that, I think. Everything she says is snarky, but she does some nice things. No, and and that's just it. Like, it's not that she's, like, being mean to them through her actual actions, but basically every line of dialogue she has is, <laughs> yeah. is her, yeah. Just a slap to the face to someone. That kind of used to be how things were, and I don't know why they decided that today we're going back to that. It, this is a, sort of a backslidey episode in a couple ways. A little bit, yeah. So Angel shows up. In his leather pants, as always. Why? Those pants. Fucking leather pants. Now that he's evil, it's only oh, leather pants. I told you. Come on. Bad guys wear leather pants. Oh, and God. And you could really, like, really notice them because he got knocked onto the ground. Oh, they're so shiny. His, his legs his just, like, His leather legs are just up. flailing. <laughs> it's like a turtle. Yeah. Okay, so I have a couple questions about this. Uh -huh. Should the Slayer be able to get sick? <laughs> Like, that seems like a pretty big flaw. We've, we've been through this. She's a glass cannon. <laughs> like, what if it was the apocalypse? Then she's going to have a bad time of it, isn't she? <laughs> seems like the world ending. Anyways, second question. Was Angel lurking in the shadows, waiting for them to talk about him? Yeah, but I'm still the Slayer. And as long as I am, Angel's not going to kill anybody else. Oh, come on. Just one more. <laughs> It seems that way, yes. I certainly see how you might think that. <laughs> he's just he's just listening in, waiting till he hears Angel, and he's like, oh, it's my cue. <laughs> Fucking A, here I go. Because <laughs> he figures he waits long enough, they're going to talk about Angel. and He's not he's wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So he and Buffy start having a fight, and I'm like, oh, no. If only they had a cross somewhere around here. They have a cross, man. Just get yeah. up in there, but they don't. <laughs> I mean, they do eventually when Buffy starts to lose. Yeah. So <laughs> I have that, like, you know, crosses are OP, but apparently yeah. knee to the face is pretty OP as well. And so is bag overhead. I think jacket overhead, yeah. Is that what it was? I don't know. Xander and Willow managed to kick a couple different kinds of crap out of Angel, though. It's really good. Yeah, no. And then, yeah, they, uh, they hold up the cross in Angel's face and he doesn't like that, so he has to run away. Well, they do have two crosses, mm. which sounds like it would be twice as OP. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He yeah. doesn't want to mess with that. But, oh no, Buffy faints due to being poorly. Yeah, it's not good. So they rush her to the hospital. Mm -hmm. They run in. Xander's carrying her. You're like, man, that guy is such a loser <laughs> nerd who no one would ever want to date. Right? Yeah. What a <laughs> fucking weak-ass bitch. <laughs> Every time... And like, I, okay, I mean, I'm assuming that SMG doesn't like weigh very much. She's a tiny human, but he's carrying her like it's nothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He cares not at all that he is carrying a fully grown human. <laughs> right? Oh, Man. it's badass. Yeah. Yeah. So they, uh, they rush Buffy off behind some closed doors, you know, hospital talk. I'm wondering how good the medical jargon is. It sounds pretty believable to I me. I mean, I didn't listen that hard and God knows I'm not a doctor. So. Right. Sure. Yeah, I think if there's one thing that we and the multiple courts have really established, it's that neither of us are doctors. Yeah. Legally. Whatever, multiple man. courts, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, those lawsuits are frivolous anyway. Yeah. So Giles and Joyce are here. <laughs> I knew that you were going to be really hyped about the aspects of this episode that included <laughs> Giles and Joyce being in the same room multiple times. What, what would make you think that I'd be really hyped to see Joyce's together? Yeah, I mean that. It's insane. <laughs> 
No, I mean, J-Cal just died last episode, right? He needs some healing time, like, at least five more minutes. Now this is what you're saying? Because last episode, <laughs> I seem to recall that you were singing a bit of a different tune. Um, okay, listen, so my notes might <laughs> contradict what I'm saying right now, but okay, Joyce doesn't, like, bat an eye at Ripple's being there, right? Right? He like... is there, he's with her sick daughter, with, like, and, you know, the daughter's friends are around, and then it's the librarian, and she just takes it in stride, like Oz could not have done no. better. she's like, oh, it's so great how much you care about Buffy, and you're right? like, he's the librarian of a school. <laughs> like, what is he doing here? Well, it's probably time for them to kiss then. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> now, I'm just curious, Dave. Did you yeah. have in your notes the words kiss, kiss, kiss? Uh, not now. It's seven <laughs> lines from now. <laughs> the fact that it's at all is insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's perfectly reasonable. Sure. I also right. double space, so that's actually just like three notes from now. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. But you know, okay. she just like walks in there, no no reaction at all. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because she's super glad to see him. And like that's being counterbalanced by the, wait, why the fuck are you here? Oh, I And it's see. just sort of averaging out into this like neutrality. So you're positing that <laughs> since she is so firmly trying to ride that G-Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Disgusting. Yeah, let's move on. Because of that, she has, like, some weird blindness towards the weirdly close relationship he has with her teenage daughter. Yeah, yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Okay, I get it. I'm on board with our fanfic. Great. We've established, like, through this that Buffy doesn't like hospitals and, right. like, a bad thing happened where Buffy's cousin died and Buffy was there to see it. And Joyce kind of, like, skates right on by that as if it... <laughs> was not probably the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to her daughter. Yeah, isn't she, like, telling this to Giles or something? I think she tells it to Xander. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, so... No, maybe it was Giles. I don't know. She's telling it to somebody. Buffy's being, like, mildly cray, right? She's having the fever madness. Every time something good happens to me, you say it's some kind of madness. Well, yeah, and, like, you know, she's out of it. They've probably given her some drugs. She and... starts talking about how she <laughs> has to kill, kill vampires. Yeah. Oh, that is a bad symptom if people think you might be crazy. For sure. And then they're like, oh, the fever has made her deranged. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's getting, uh, like, real physical, like, a uh, code white sort of thing. She doesn't really want to stay in the hospital at no. all. No. Like, they're lucky she's not at full strength. Oh, yeah. all those orderlies would have been fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be fun. But yeah, then uh, Joyce and Giles have another scene. This is where the kiss, kiss, kiss comes into play. <laughs> when he's sadly talking about how Jenny just no. died? No, 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 you're confusing the facts, Michaela. Uh -huh. So he is expressing concern over Buffy. They're getting really close. And then J-Cal, or sorry, sorry, Joyce. Joyce goes and brings up dead J-Cal. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry to hear about the person that you were dating. And you're like, God damn it, Joyce, you brought us into our first segment of the evening. <laughs> For all you Zombieland fan fans out there, this is giant cock-blocking robot developed in a secret fucking government lab. You were like a giant cock-blocking robot like developed in a secret fucking government lab. <sighs> uh, so in this case, you're saying basically that Joyce is cock-blocking herself. Yes. 
Yeah. Basically, it's the writers getting in my way of having the <laughs> couples that I want to have develop on screen. And they've done this a couple times. They did a lot around Oz and Willow where they were like, will they, won't they, they won't yet. And I'm like, God damn it, you sons of bitches. But now they're doing it with choice. Why? Why would you bring up J-Cal, man? That is a classic mood killer. Never bring up the dead ex-girlfriend. Oh, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Michaela, it uh, sounds like you might have problems with this, and I can't fathom why. Let me just be clear that I expected it, because this is the point in my notes where I've written, let the fanfic begin. <laughs> <laughs> so... I had no delusions about this. So all that's happening, right, is just that Giles and Joyce are on camera together. That's the yeah, entirety no. of the scene, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> and and it's just, for some reason, they feel the need to establish this whole idea that, like, Joyce is on board with the school librarian coming to visit her daughter in the hospital. Like, a, like that's for some reason a thing that she's hyped about. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. He, she thinks he's Librarian of the Year, and uh, she's fine with it. So, Can you imagine, in your mind, Buffy sitting down with Joyce and telling her about J. Cal's death? Because how else did Joyce find out about J. Cal dying? Well, no, because let's think about it, right? When Buffy gets the call and Angel's creeping, like, watching her through the window. Oh, right. She, she's at her house. Her and Willow are crying. Right. Joyce is there. So, I mean, they're, yeah, they're going to have to tell her why they're so upset. Is it a bit weird to be like, our computer teacher <laughs> died and we're getting a call about it at 9 p.m.? Yeah. Buffy, are you even in the computer <laughs> class? No! That's no. what makes it so sad! Uh yeah, so, I mean, at this point, I think Joyce is just really good at kind of, like... Skating right by. She's not interested in details, Dave. <laughs> you can't be. She's just taking it at face value. We do know that Joyce and Buffy don't talk that much about what's going on. So yeah, I'm sure right. that she's glad to get anything out of Buffy and doesn't want to push too hard. Yeah, and I mean, she's already had this situation happen with Buffy where she got, like, kicked out of school, <laughs> so she doesn't really know how far she can go, and she doesn't want that to happen again. I'm not saying that this is good parenting, <laughs> but... It, well, it's like, oh, you're getting close to teachers. That's good. They died. That's less good. But you know what? You yeah. should keep going. Librarians like books, <laughs> and books make you smart, so... By association. Giles is a -okay. yeah. <laughs> So we get to nighttime at the hospital, and I'm really wondering if there's any way to, like, consecrate a hospital or a hospital room to keep vampires out. That would be really useful. It seems odd that there isn't more Angel happening, yeah. because it would be so easy for him to get to her room. Right so easy but that's not happening what's happening is that buffy wakes up and sees a creepy child right outside her door like in nightmares that other time when creepy children were hanging around and the guy, this kid even kind of looks a little bit like that nightmares yeah. kid yeah i mean maybe they're both just male children <laughs> and i can't tell them apart <laughs> whatever guys uh. yeah then there's like a tusky man walking around too I don't know, it's a real he's, fucked up dude with a bunch of teeth that look really weird. And I'm like, oh, so this is Nightmares Part 2. That's cool. This is our creepy hospital episode, Dave. Yeah. This is our, like, people are afraid of hospitals, uh, generally for good reasons. Mm. People who don't like hospitals have a good reason. But yeah, Buffy is included in that. I just need to say a couple mm -hmm. things. She's having this spooky dream, and then she's, like, getting out of bed more than once. It's very confusing. Yeah. But one of the times where she goes to get out of bed, she's, like, removing the IV from her hand. Yes. 
And did you notice that they let her continue to wear all of her rings? <laughs> she's got like eight on. <laughs> I did not notice that. Wow. Because, yeah, doesn't she have like a hospital gown? And like eight <laughs> rings. <laughs> oh, That's so many. That's good. And then she's walking through the hospital wearing her like her hospital gown and her socks. And her legs are so much more tanned than her face. And like. That's not really a complaint. It's just an observation. I did not notice that. I don't have a lot of fashion to talk about. Yeah. So. Hospital gown doesn't give you a lot. No. Really doesn't. So, right. She goes and follows where she thinks the creepy man went. And uh, then there's a bunch of, there's this, like, the sick kids ward, I Mm -hmm. guess. As she's wandering through the hospital, I'm like, holy shit. These private hospitals have, like, large rooms. Yeah. I don't know if this is accurate, but if it is, man, your rooms up in the Great White North are pretty crowded. Our free rooms, Dave? Those Yeah, ones? our free rooms with better health care <laughs> than, you know, the U.S. gets with them paying more per capita. Sure. Yeah. 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 Those but they're, they're crowded, Michaela. <laughs> Come on. And did you know, Dave, that we have to pay for ambulance rides? Oh, fucking, yeah. Bullshit government. It's like $100. It's insane. Anyways. <laughs> alienating the listeners no it's fine some of them are canadian it's fine (laughs) (laughs) so yeah uh she runs into a couple kids at this sick kids ward who say that death comes at night to get people and they're like spooky death i wonder who it is so at this point i wrote down there are doctors arguing there's the creepy man i'm very bored Right? Were you feeling this same way? <laughs> yeah, this is not an exciting episode. The pacing is very slow. I mean, Buffy's incapacitated, so there goes most of our action, mm-hmm. right? It's not a bad episode in the way that, like, Reptile Boy is bad. No, no, not at all. Things happen in this episode. Yeah, but it just isn't, it's not very as, as fast-paced as we're used to, and so I think that just makes it kind of feel like it drags a bit. A good scene is something that we get next with Angel coming yeah. for a visit. So he's brought flowers because he's a romantical dude. They're white. It's nice. (laughs) Uh, He's a really intense scene with Xander. Oh, this was great. This is such a good scene. This is the showdown we didn't know we wanted, I think. I had no clue that I wanted to see Xander and Angel facing off. Both are wearing their badass pants, although Angel's (laughs) are leather, as is usual. Xander can't really compete with that. (laughs) They're standing, like, real close to each other. Like, well, Angel just keeps getting closer and closer to Xander, and you're like, scorned lovers. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? They're out yeah. the other side. <laughs> uh, but, Michaela, this makes me think that maybe Xander's weird obsession, unrequited love thing for Buffy actually does have narrative purpose. Surely they weren't planning, like, this scene, but this is only a payoff because all that weird stuff happened. And that's very true. And I think in general, the way that Xander feels about Angel would not be as real if he didn't have this like thing for Buffy, right? Because his he hates Angel so much more than everyone else seems to. Yeah. And a lot of the time you're like, okay, but like, why? And this is a very good reason why. Yeah. And Angel's like playing in playing against this where oh. he's mocking Xander <sighs> and like, oh, I got oh, there that's first. So good. <laughs> And you're just like, man, this guy just knows exactly what to say to everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spike and Xander, he has their buttons and he likes to push <laughs> oh, them. Yeah. Oh, he's got their number, absolutely. It's so good. Yeah. 
And the only the only thing that like I wasn't a hundred percent on board for here was that so I mean Xander's basically saying okay I know that I can't stop you but what about that security guard and those police and those orderlies like do you think you can take all them yes. and I'm kind of like yeah yeah he's a vampire one hundred percent can take all them yeah I mean you take down the security people first then you take down the orderlies they don't have guns. Yeah. Unless they do have guns. But guns can't hurt vampires. No, gu- guns can, they can hurt, hurt him, them, but they can't right. kill him. Yeah. So it'll hurt a lot, and I don't think he's super interested in that. Plus, like, what does it gain him? Because, as we know, he doesn't want to kill Buffy. No, just kill Xander right? right here, you know? Yeah, actually, that would be... Oh, no, that's perfect. Because then Buffy is so close, but she can't do anything to stop it. Yeah, just, like, wander over to her room, chuck Xander's head onto her bed. Right? That's horrific. Wow, that's a fucked up scene, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get why they can't do that, because that's <laughs> yeah. a main character, and we just killed a semi-main character last episode. Maybe that's what they were setting up from previously on. Like, hey, remember when we killed the main character last time? <laughs> Suckers, didn't think we'd do it again! <laughs> Oh, no. uh, I love Xander way too much to let that happen. No. But yeah, that, I mean, if I don't know really what Angel's plan is right now. It's kind of weird. Well, because the other thing is, he's like, oh, tell her I stopped by. And like, they're not going to tell her that. Like, she doesn't no. need that on her plate right now. No, that's absolutely not going to happen. No. Yeah. Uh, back into the boring stuff, though. We get a nice uh, floorspork to Buffy's past again. This is like the second one. It's young Buffy just like wandering around hospital. Okay. And going to her cousin's room. Yeah. Can we talk about this whole cousin thing? Oh, later, but yet. Let's let's start now. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Because this is when I really started to question what the point of it was. Okay, no, no, now you're treading on segment ground. Oh, uh, all right, okay. And we're going to get there later. We'll get there later. Okay, that's, so... That's the last segment, so remember that for the final segment. I mean, I'm, I can't say how I'd forget it. Uh, so pretty uh, much then we're going to the next day, and... Yeah, Buffy's got some gifts. Is it gifts first and then doctor? I don't know. Because the doctor basically comes in and says, uh, like, she's checking Buffy out, and she's like, oh, you're better already? Like, oh, and this doesn't hurt anymore? And at this right. point, you're kind of like, aren't they? Like, shouldn't the doctor be really suspicious of this and want to lock Buffy up to study her <laughs> insane healing capacity? Uh, uh, <laughs> y- you know, whatever, man. <laughs> and then gifts come. Yeah, gifts. Yeah, gifts. So... <laughs> Willow brought a bunch of homework that's just just needs Buffy's name on it. It's already done. Plagiarism. <laughs> yeah. Cordy didn't bring a gift. <laughs> like, very snark Cordy. Oh, yeah. She's like, I don't that's know if we great. were doing gifts. <laughs> and then Giles mumbles something about it being traditional when people... And <laughs> then he just kind of trails off. Oh, it's good. <laughs> uh, what, what the fuck is Willow's sweater? Right? Okay, this this whole thing that Willow is wearing is just insane. She's got a black sweater on. Uh-huh. It has, I think on the arms it's got sort of like red and yellow stripes. And yeah. then there are red and yellow diamonds on it. Yeah. Paired with this, she's wearing a brown skirt that I think is kind of like a plaid thing. And red tights. <laughs> and it's Why? crazy. Why, Willow? Why? It's really crazy. This whole episode as well, they're really dressing Cordelia in, like, preppy rich girl clothes. Her shoes are so tall. Yeah. Holy fuck. Like, she is she taller than Xander with those oh, shoes on? I think, because at one point I'm looking at them beside each other, and I was thinking to myself, is she always taller than Xander? <laughs> Why is she so huge right now? Oh, she got some chunky heels. 
Yeah. It's good times. But yeah, she's she's got like a lot of cardigans happening and they keep matching her shirt. And then <laughs> like oftentimes they're like, you know, d- doing that shoulder tie thing. And yeah, yep. I don't know. So Buffy's going for a walk with the Scoobies and being like, oh, I saw death the other night. Yeah, it's haunting some kids and like killing kids. Because I think we saw one of them going away in a body bag, right? Yeah, and there was a very like, (laughs) very obvious line one of the orderlies had that's like, oh, it's the worst when it's a kid (laughs) or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, I don't know, something's killing kids and Buffy don't like it. Cordy's just like, "Mm, probably not. I mean, Cordy's basically like, oh, aren't you using this demon thing to, like, give you something to fight because you can't fight sickness or whatever? That is what she does, though. It's very, very perceptive from Cordy. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. I'm not saying she's wrong. She just kind of... I mean, Giles calls her tactless, and maybe there there was a more tactful way to say it. No, she's a straight shooter. Yeah, she's a straight shooter. She really is. Oh. But at this point, Buffy thinks it might be the doctor who's a sketch bag. Right, because they think it's going to be like some, you know, kids see something in adults that regular people can't see. And maybe Buffy was like fevered and saw this same thing too. So they're thinking it's the, the creepy doctor. And I know that that's our red herring for this episode, mm-hmm. but isn't that more interesting? Yes. And again, <laughs> we will get there. So oh, uh, <laughs> you're stepping okay. a bit on segment ground. Like, we'll get there soon, though. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's really weird. And it does seem like it's setting up a better episode. It's, it's the Ted problem. Mm-hmm. So uh, the exposition squad, a.k.a. Giles and Willow... <laughs> They're on the case. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to do some library research. Classic stuff. Classic, classic. And Xander and Cordelia are looking through hospital files. Right. So they sneak into the records room. Right. Somehow. They're good at lockpicking or just no one locks shit up anymore. Yeah, that's probably it. And they're going to see what killed the little kid last night. Right. Unfortunately for them, a security guard busts on in and catches Cordelia snooping. This security guard is so good. I love him. (laughs) Do you? He's so... Are you kidding? Yes. Sell him to me. He's (laughs) amazing. All right. So prematurely balding. Yeah. Not in great shape. Yeah. Low rent security guard, right? Right. With very, very low levels of social skills. Now, Cordelia is the one who gets caught, and he doesn't even know that Xander's there. No. So she starts flirting with him to distract him, and he's doing all of the best security guard stuff. Like, you know, (laughs) everyone thinks police and firefighters are so cool, but security guard is where it's at. Like, he lives with his parents, right? Oh, I'm sure. Like, that would not surprise me. (laughs) And, like, he failed the firefighter exam or something. (laughs) so it's it's all of this just like loser security guard and cordelia's being like oh that's so interesting tell me more (laughs) she's being i mean obviously she's laying it on real thick so that (laughs) real thick he doesn't suspect anything but she's being a weirdly touchy feely yeah she's laying it on the thickest yeah no like anyone who had pretty basic social skills would probably be like hey this seems i don't need to be coddled like this yeah yeah (laughs) Oh boy, and, it's okay. good times. So sure, I get this whole thing with the security guard. They get away; it's all good. But but this is before we've learned, you know, what's really going on. We still think the doctor could be sketchy, mm-hmm. and this guy is for some reason there to make us think even worse of the doctor. 
Right, because, yeah, the doctor's, like, doing, what, experiments on the kids? Kids and stuff? Right, and this guy is like, like, oh no, doctor whatever is, he's such a good man. And then he makes some creepy-ass comment about, like, sometimes kids die. <laughs> and you're just like, this has been a weird tone shift for me. Sidebar. Several episodes ago, some assembly required. We called out someone for saying experiments. Oh, we did, yeah. This is just how a lot of people in the United States say this word. Huh, I guess in it is. In Canada, it's experiments, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Experiments is something that I've just been hearing over and over since we did that episode. And every time I hear someone say it, I'm like, oh, spearmint. <laughs> Ex-spearmints. But they, they say it all the time, Michaela. It's a popular thing. Anyway, sidebar over. I just want to be clear that that was 16 episodes ago, Dave. Holy shit. So when you say a few, let's just, let's not mince words. It's been 16 weeks of that. Yeah. Yeah, solid. solid. All right. Buffy visits the child actor. Now, I know how much you love child actors, right? <laughs> I have a note about hating child <laughs> actors later. <laughs> famously, you love child actors. Yeah, you yeah, think they're the best. <laughs> Uh, A.O. wasn't too bad, right? You didn't mind him? Okay, and this this Ryan kid, I actually had no problems with. Yeah, Ryan's fine. I mainly had problems with uh, Little Buffy in this Little episode. Little Buffy and her cousin. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, those were my problems. This this Ryan kid did not get on my nerves. And, like, it's not all child actors, you know. I love me some Stranger Things. Those kids are great. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's just most child actors. Yeah. I think you see a child actor and you're like, mm, you start off on a negative slant and maybe they can win you over. They can win me over. It's just very hard. <laughs> now, I'll point out that we both didn't really like young Buffy. Does she have any lines? <laughs> she does. Okay. She doesn't have many. No. Well, so there's that weird scene where she's like, I'm Supergirl, I will save you. Oh, right. Um, right? I had that. blocked that one out. Yeah, and then the scene at the end. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of emotion she should be conveying <laughs> that I just wasn't... I mean, I understand she's a child. <laughs> yeah. She has no life experience from which to draw, but I don't care. <laughs> anyway, we, we're back in this episode. We can do it. Yeah. We still got a fair ways to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Buffy and Ryan, the child actor, are going to team up to fight death, right? Yep. They're definitely going to take him down. It's around this point that Willow and Ripples are, like, they have from Buffy that there's a creepy doctor. They right. have that maybe kids see different things. And now they're putting it together that, like, oh, it's probably the creepy doctor. Let's do some research on him. Let's see what's up with him. And this is where we come into our second segment of the evening. Ooh. Zoinks! It's Mr. Stevens, the janitor! <laughs> Subtitle, and he would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids. It's Professor Wayne! Dr. Najib! Mr. Magnus! Dr. Jekyll! Mr. Greenway! Captain Eddie! <laughs> Professor Greer! I like that we're doing a Scooby-Doo reference. Yeah. That's nice. So you've got some problems with this. I think they're very close. Can you guess what I'm sort of like angling at here? This is sort of like the opposite of Scooby-Doo, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Yes. That's what I yeah. wanted to get across, but you picked it up. Oh, man. I'm a genius. Yeah, you are. Or we're Damn. very similar people. Nope. No, I'm you're a genius. Yeah. <laughs> 
right, so yeah, Scooby-Doo is always, it's a monster. Oh, it was just a guy. And Buffy is, it's a guy. Oh, no, it's just a monster. <laughs> right, which <sighs> just flies in the face of conventional mystery things. So Scooby-Doo does this a lot, right? Where it's like, oh, they're making you think it's A. It's actually B, some other minor character we've seen in the background. And at this point in the episode, I'm like, okay, so we've got Creepy Doctor, right? It's obviously yeah. not him. He is obviously not the demon. But they've got this cool idea of like, oh, maybe the demon that Buffy saw was a regular person and all of the kids are just seeing this inner demon within them. So I'm like, okay, who else do we have? We've got the nurse or doctor, whatever, Buffy's primary caregiver that we've seen. Right, yeah. Maybe I don't remember her name, yeah. There's a janitor that we've seen a couple times, mostly <laughs> in like the dream sequences. And he's just uh. in the background enough to be to make me be like, oh, that'd be neat. Or, this is my favorite one, it's the security guard. Oh, yeah, no. Like, security guard is the prime suspect in this scenario. Right, prime suspect that they aren't actually talking about. But Sure, no, but that's why it's going to be such a twist. Right, and that would be great. And that, that, like, is the classic sort of mystery setup, right? Right. Why do they do this mystery thing if it's not a fucking mystery? <laughs> it just turns out that it's an invisible demon. And you're like... Wait, what? But you were yeah. you were red herringing me. Why, why did you bother doing that if this guy's just invisible? Like, what did it set up? I think the only purpose it serves is so that they can question Buffy's motivations in thinking it's a demon. That's like such a small part of this, though. I know, but like, literally what, what else comes of Nothing. it? Nothing. And I just think that it's yeah. so much less fun than it could have been if it were yeah. like a whodunit. Like, it, it maybe, yeah, the guy's still possessed, and they're seeing that inner demon, but it's still the security guard on the outside, and then you've got this guy right. set up, and you're like, you've met him before, that'd be great! Doesn't happen at all. And, like, they wouldn't have to kill a person if he's possessed. No. Like, they would just have to get rid of the demon somehow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but instead, no, we do the boring thing. Yeah, we just do the boring thing instead. Demon. So Creepy Doctor is muttering to himself, going around giving medications to patients, like the kids and stuff, and you're like, oh no, he's probably killing yeah. them. Buffy's going like full cray-cray and stalking him. I mean, she's bored. <laughs> she's cooped up in this hospital with nothing to do she's all She's also pretended that she's still sick, but that's not true, right? That might, we might be at that point. I don't fucking know anymore. Yeah, so she's just like lurking behind a door that he walks past. And she's going around, sees him giving this medication to a kid, but then suddenly he just starts getting, like, ripped up by something invisible. And you're like, oh, oh, this is way more boring than I thought then. Okay. Yeah, it's exactly what it said on the box, we, basically. We also have a very strong precedent for invisible people in this show. Remember Invisible Girl? Yeah. Has Buffy not learned to carry spray paint? Or, like, you know, when there's an invisible person, spray paint curtains that you can tangle them up in something she did not figure out the whole spray paint thing the first time so i don't know why she would figure she's it out she's had now. so long to mull on it all those smart people are around they'd be like oh you know what <laughs> hey there's a way of finding invisible people anyway that doesn't happen it's just an invisible demon and like fuck yeah. so yeah right the doctor dies and you see him getting dragged away by something invisible right and Buffy just is lying there? And then and it's the nothing? next day! <laughs> yeah! What the fuck? Like, How's that the fucking end of the scene? The show! What are you doing? Because, okay, even if Buffy is currently stunned, I mean, maybe she's not at full strength, whatever. Like, that guy's bleeding and being dragged away. <laughs> There's gonna be a trail to follow. Where did he go? Buffy, what did you do? <laughs> what? <laughs> 
just the next day, Buffy's back in bed. She just let that guy get dragged away to his death. They have done some really weird, like, end of scene transition to next days. This might be one of the weirdest. <laughs> Although Angel sleeping over in Buffy's room, that was definitely <laughs> weird too. Oh my God. Yeah, there have been a couple weird ones. You stayed there all day, Dave. Uh, so, sorry, this is when Joyce shows up and says that Buffy can go home, and she's like, oh, <clears throat> I'm still sick. Uh. And so I'm going to harp on something that I know I always harp on, Do it. but here we go anyways. We just had a whole joke about the hospital system, the medical system in, in the States being very expensive. Right. And I mean, it, it's shitty how expensive it is. Don't get me wrong. But again, Joyce is a single mother. How? How much is it costing for Buffy to be in this hospital for another day? How is it in any way a possibility for these people to have that much money? Right? And, like, Buffy doesn't need to be in the hospital to sneak around it, no. does she? No, she does not. She has made friends yeah. there. She could go back and visit Ryan. Right? Like, it's... Mm. So I had I had problems with this. Piling problems on top of problems. All of the Scoobies are around as well. And I'm like, do these kids not have school? What the fuck's even happening here? What day is it? Who knows? <laughs> Actually, this is when Willow was wearing the crazy outfit. Right, my bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is definitely when. Because um, I have notes about it now. <laughs> <laughs> crazy outfit definitely happens. So Buffy's like, no, I'm going to stay here. And then they split up again. Giles does not want Cordy on his team. <laughs> Come on, G-Man. She's great. This is just kind of like a weird episode for Cordelia. It's yeah. like she's not in the club again. Yeah. Yeah. Even though she's dating Xander. And like nobody wants her to help out with anything. And she's being snarky and everyone's being snarky to her. And like it just, ah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is like we've kind of gone on backwards on those relationships, like people's relationships with Cordelia. I'm not sure I have any notes on it at all, but like sort of weaved through this story, there's some good Cordy and Xander working stuff out through it they're still having some relationship issues mm -hmm. with like things like jealousy and i mean xander wanting to protect buffy all the time right. which cordelia is not a fan of because it's pretty weird yeah, no. for your boyfriend to be like really intense about another girl and i think they've got some legitimate problems and i think they handle it pretty well on this show i like it and I mean, it's it's the thing you were talking about where Cordelia is being snappy with Xander, but then she brings him Krispy Kreme like and, and coffee because he's tired and been there all night. So she's still trying to like do something nice. I just I just need to comment on how clearly empty the coffee cup was <laughs> that she brought him. Uh huh. This is actually a very common problem that Gilmore Girls has. Why not just fill it with water? It's really obvious on Gilmore Girls because like all they do is drink coffee, <laughs> but they're constantly drinking from empty cups. Oh, good times. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I don't know why not put something in there. It's weird. So just as they're like splitting up, I think Buffy and Willow are talking, and Buffy's got like the tiniest bit of survival guilt. Where she's like, oh no, yeah. that doctor died. I can't let other people die in this hospital while I'm here. And you're like, well, what the fuck, man? You could have done so. Uh, like, you clearly don't actually care because you just breeze past this later. It's just a weird little bit of this is why she's motivated. Because did she know for sure the doctor guy was dead <laughs> when she let him get dragged away by the invisible demon? Who knows? I don't think he was. That's not how that demon kills people. Cordy is great at research. Let's say this right off the bat. She says, well, oh, Giles is it's not in here. So impatient. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. She's asking Giles about all of the different demons in his book. He's got a really nice line, the one where 
<laughs> Demon like annoys the person to death with inane questions. It asks endless questions of those with whom it's supposed to be working so that nothing is getting done. Yeah. And she's like, there's a demon for everything. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, yeah, Cordy's like, oh, well, the demon's not in here. Closing a book with the monster's fucking face on the actual fucking cover. How did she get the book open, Dave? <laughs> she didn't look at it when she did it. Oh, she's a very funny human, and I'm just, I'm glad that she never leaves this show and is always a main character until the end of time. That's a true thing that happens. Did she get impaled on rebar? Is that her? Listen, Dave. I don't know why you want to discuss things like this. <laughs> I think I've brought it up before, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they find out that the name of this thing is like a Kinder Egg or something, which is great because <laughs> that joke actually doesn't play in the United States of America. They don't have Kinder they Eggs. They don't have Kinder Eggs. They're delicious confections with like oh, toys yeah. in the middle. And if you like try to bring those over the border, they'll confiscate them from you if they find out you have oh, them. Oh, fuck yeah. No, those things are mad illegal. They'll let you take them. Yeah. You can cross the border with guns, but not with Kinder Eggs. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're super illegal, man. We're just alienating the fuck out of our American listeners right now. Uh, guys, just come up to Canada. We'll show you some nice Canadian hospitality, give you some Kinder Eggs. It'll be great. Yo, there's a, there's a toy inside. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a really yeah. shitty toy, man. We get to build it, though. <laughs> Sometimes. We get to. Anyway. <laughs> Luckily for Buffy, Willow knows everything about everything yep. and knows enough about doctoring to sneak into the doctor's lab <laughs> with Buffy. Right. Where where exactly in this episode are we? Man. I don't know. Like, Cordelia calls to be like, I figured it out. And Buffy's like, ew, where's Giles? <laughs> that like... was amazing. God. <laughs> and Cordy's just so peeved that no one wants to talk to her. This is what I'm talking about. This is the whole, like, Cordelia's not in the club dynamic. <laughs> it's so weird. Buffy, I know. why can't you accept research from Cordelia? She was the one who found this information out. <laughs> so this thing's... And then you're kind of like, what does Cordelia normally contribute to this group? <gasps> oh, nothing. I guess snark. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this thing's actual name is the Kindesdad, right? Which is Fuck, which means... I don't know. Well, it means child death in German. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. It's the kinder. Kinder egg. Right, so the thing kills sick kids in hospitals because it's less suspicious than that the kids are dying and they, it can stay hidden. And this is around the time where we find out, like, oh, it, you know, sits on the victim's chest and then sucks the life out of them or something. Right, yeah. And this is where we have the final flashback to Buffy's childhood, where yeah. she looks in at Celia, her cousin, and Celia just starts, like, screaming and swatting at something on top of her. And, you know, yeah. she seemed fine, but then she dies. And it brings us into our final segment of the evening. Ooh. This time, it's personal. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Stop saying that! Oh. Ah. Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die! No! Offer me money. Yes. Power to promise me that. All that I have and more. Please. Offer me everything I ask for. Anything you want. I want my father back, you son of a bitch. <laughs> right, so I did attempt to tread on this earlier. Yeah, you did. Yeah, like, what does this add to the episode, Dave? Well, it gives us extra motivation. They've heaped, like, three different motivations on us. One is just that Buffy's the Slayer. Another is that someone died and she could have prevented it. 
And then this other one is that now it's personal. And like all of those years ago, Celia, this character that we don't know and have never heard about before and are never going to hear about again, died by this thing. Like it was the same demon who killed her cousin. And you're like, what? I don't think they've done this at all yet, right? Like this is the first time this has happened in the show. But it's a monster of the week, and it's revealed to have some really hacky history with the main character just to give them a strong reason to stick around. But, like, something is killing children? That's enough. (laughs) She's a hero. She would stop things from killing children. Yeah. This weird, like, it's personal now? You're like, but what? Why? Well, it, it adds nothing. It's like they were trying to add extra depth to this episode and it just doesn't do it because yeah it's this character that we have no emotional <laughs> investment in and like uh, this is a classic writing trick where you're like oh hey we don't know every moment of this character's previous life we can just go insert whatever we need to make it seem like all of these things are personal and like why this minor demon killed someone you knew really that's a fucking quinky dink and a half and is it the same guy? Are there multiples of this type of demon? Oh, like, I'm sure it's care. the same guy. Oh, fuck. Yeah, anyway. Really weird. Not super appreciated. It, like, it, it adds nothing. And, like, the amount of time <laughs> that it takes up in the episode Insignia, could have yeah. been solved by just, like, putting more angel in. <laughs> that would have been so much like, better. God. Right? I'd much rather have more angel. Like, give me some spike. Whatever. And just picking up on something you said, it's an attempt to add more depth, but, like, straining this metaphor a bit it's adding more depth by just heaping things on top not like carefully layering so you're just like pushing barrels of things and like emotional depth on the episode and it's like (laughs) oh but these aren't connected at all and they don't matter and then it just is confusing because you're like am i missing something Like, why do I care about this? Probably don't. Yeah. I probably don't. Okay, so Buffy drinks a bunch of the virus to be able to see the kinder egg, right? Because she can only see it when she's hallucinating. Yeah, yeah, they they crack the case. It was the fever. Right. And uh, Buffy tries to drink, like, pure (laughs) virus. And Willow's like, no, that's how you die. I don't care if you're the slayer. They managed to get two drops of it, and that should be okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that, that's the sketchiest dilution I've ever right? seen. They don't, like, mix it at all? Fuck it. I mean, like, you know, it's gonna mix. Yeah. It's just an amount of water <laughs> and some drops. I mean, I guess she's doing it in a beaker, at least. But... I don't really know why it has to be diluted at that point, because you're getting the same amount of virus, right? Who knows? Anyway, drinking it is the best thing. It reminded me oddly of the movie version of World War Z, which was not actually World War Z at all, but sure. But yeah, Brad Pitt's just like, oh, give me the virus, bah! And like injects it straight into him. I was like, oh yeah, that was another boring thing in the hospital. <laughs> Drinking this virus is immediate. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's fast acting. She's like super fever all of a sudden, and now she can see the guy again. Right. So all the kids are gone from the kids' ward. They're running through the basement. Old Kindreg has locked the door in the children's wing and is like following them. He seems like bad news. How did they get through that door in the first place? Like, basement access from the children's <laughs> ward? You're gonna lock that shit up. Oh, yeah. Have they just been playing uh, down there the entire time if yeah. they're feeling well enough to? And stylistically, I felt that this guy was sort of, like, in the same vein as the gentleman. Yeah, no, very much hushy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's, I mean, like, it's like the bald thing and he sort of has like a perma smile happening with like his weird tusky mouth. Yep. And he's got his like black suit and everything. So. Yeah. Fair bit of loaf on the face. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. I just, what happens? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Willow, so Willow can, does something smart. No, we can get through down. it. It's fine. Okay. Kinder Egg's <laughs> following them. We got a bunch of shrieking children. I love hearing right. that sort of thing. It's super easy on the ears. Yep. Kinder Egg gets one of these children, uh, Ryan, I think, because we got to have emotional investment. He's had lines. We like him. He drew a picture, a picture for Buffy, so yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, throws Ryan against a pipe or something and then gets down and Kinder Egg's eyes become like little life straws that pop oh. out and they have mouths on them and they're going to go suck his life out through his forehead. So it's pretty gross, yeah. I have to say, but it's the most cumbersome way to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be it near takes death forever <laughs> so long yeah. oh my god yeah he gets good suction but doesn't manage to kill the kid no and then you're kind of like maybe this is why he goes after kids because <laughs> like an adult could stop this i don't know right so buffy shows up and beats him up real good just like well she doesn't though eventually he, he beats she does. her up yeah no it no this is exactly my point dave <laughs> he tries to do the life suck thing and she just snaps his neck while he's trying to do it because of how cumbersome it is <laughs> it's very cumbersome they reused the shot of the life straws <laughs> oh, coming out oh yeah in a really 100%. obvious way it's like it's been two minutes it's not been they... very long at yeah. all <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah so she snaps his neck and that's one way of dealing with an invisible person right and then she just leaves his body there because it's invisible it's fine uh it's probably still gonna decompose <laughs> that'll be the ah uh, that's the greatest mystery of them all michaela <laughs> the basement of the terrible smell yeah, I mean, some poor janitor's got to go down there, and he can't figure it out, but he's bumping into something invisible? Right, like, they're gonna find it eventually. Fuck. Because it'll have enough of a smell that, like, you can tell where the smell is emanating from, yeah. And it's just invisibility. It's not <laughs> like he's, you can pass through him. He's not a good, 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 no. good, good, good dead guy. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I know. Like, I know. It, yeah, I got nothing, man. Button on the episode. Right. Joyce taking care of a bunch of needy-ass, bitch-ass kids. You bitch-ass toupee-wearing, fish-eyed, two-year college degree, earning no wife for kids, having must-sustain on his shirt, kindergarten teaching ass. Okay, so Buffy's sick, and she's being whiny. Fine. Mm -hmm. What are the other two doing? Being complete dicks to Joyce for no reason. <laughs> for no reason? Yeah. Like they're, it's the weirdest button on the episode. Like they're making such bizarre demands. I guess it's just for food and stuff. But like, what the fuck, man? Buffy's sending back a sandwich. No, you're sick. Fuck off. And like, how many types of peanut butter does this household have? Jesus, man. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they have crunchy and smooth if only crunchy is acceptable? Right. Like, just only buy crunchy then. It's not that hard. I don't know. Ryan's sent Buffy a drawing of oh. her killing Kinder Egg, which he wasn't there to witness, I swear, because Xander had pulled him away by then. Whatever. Well, but he saw her he saw her beating him up. And it's not an accurate depiction. No, and then the demon was gone. So like he concludes that Buffy killed the demon because earlier she had told him like that's what she does. She's like the the one who shows up to deal with things that the other adults don't believe, right? Yeah. And that's nice. Joyce thinks it's cute. Sure. And that's the end of the episode. My only remaining question, uh -huh. Dave, is how did Ryan know where to send this mail? You just sent it to Buffy. <laughs> He's a child, Dave. <laughs> Like, how? <laughs> you know, uh, well, hospitals keep open records of everyone who stayed there and where they live. I guess, 
I guess he could be like, oh, Mrs. Doctor Lady, <laughs> that nice Buffy person. I, I drew this nice picture. Can you can you get it to her? Yeah, they could probably get and it to her. And then it's the Doctor Lady's problem. And like, it was Buffy's doctor, so she'd actually have all Buffy's information. Yeah. And she wouldn't really be releasing it to anyone. She'd just be sending something on. It still seems like she shouldn't be using it in that way, but whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that we've made it very clear we're not doctors, and we don't know what the rules about doctors right. are. The judges and juries have also decided that. <laughs> yes, technically, we are not yeah. legally doctors. Sure, whatever. Yeah, no, very clear. Fine. All right. Michaela, do you have a favorite outfit from this episode? It's It's got to be whatever the fuck Willow was wearing. It's Slim Pickens this episode, though. Yeah, it is. But, like, she's got multiple patterns. She's doing this, like, sweater skirt tights thing that she always, always does because she's Willow. Michaela, did you know that there is a Bad Buffy Fashion Twitter account? I, yes, I just found out about this. And I'm like, oh no, are they... Are they going to be better than us? They've caught some of the same things we have. We're definitely okay. more in-depth than they are so far. Okay, we are obsessively in-depth, I think though, we're, so. we're working together, you know? Us and the Twitter account. That's true. We're both forwarding the cause. It's at Bad Buffy Outfits. Yeah, that's uh, it's doing the Lord's work, for sure. Oh my god, Dave. <laughs> I've just gone to it, and I, 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 really, I really feel like you need to go to it. Okay. Oh my god, Dave. One second. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> Is that? It's Peace Nye. <laughs> it's our favorite Ferengi. It's a Ferengi. He actually is a Ferengi. Wow. Yeah. This is a solid Twitter account, guys. Bad Buffy Outfits. I endorse the shit out of it. Oh boy. On uh, March the 3rd, they, they retweeted something hella fly. Holy god. This is the most fly Ferengi I've ever seen. That's what show. <laughs> Michaela, did you like this episode? I got pretty bored, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't dislike this episode. Yeah, I think that, you know, apart from the weird Cordelia thing that was going on, at very least her relationship with Xander had some growth. I mean, Giles had a bit of grieving for Jenny. Mm -hmm. But he's moving on and he's getting together with Jake. Oh, with Joyce now. (laughs) Right, of course. Like, nothing about it was specifically bad, it just was slow. Yeah, definitely drags. I feel much the same way. It sort of passed me by, and I can feel it leaving my mind already. As I was watching it, all these things kept happening (laughs) that I'm kind of like, huh. And I've seen this episode, like, I don't know. I mean, probably, probably, probably close to ten times. Wow. Holy God. I I would guess. That's not even that insane. Lots of people have been through this damn (laughs) thing, like, twenty times by this point. Yeah, this is not one that sticks with you. It doesn't. Ugh, just blah. I think that's about it. Next up, we have I Only Have Eyes for You. Mm-hmm. It's a ghost episode. A dead guy? Yeah. No way. Which, nice. Yeah. And there's there's uh, some spooky ghost action at the school. Oh, I like spooky ghosts. Yeah. Spooky ghost action at the school. I don't want to tell you too much more. Huh. Because, like, it, there is a... I don't want to give away, like, yeah. Do we have a central character for the episode, or is it just, like, Buffy is center and then Scoobies are there on hand? We're going to get a bit more angel. Okay. Yeah. We're going to get some angel action. Oh, I don't want I want to see that. a vampire bite a ghost. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I No, I don't remember anything about this episode. It'll be a wild ride, won't it? Yeah. At this point, I'm not really expecting you to remember much about episodes. No. And so I don't want to, no. like, I don't really want to tell you too much. 
and like ruin things about the episode in an attempt to get you to remember it. Oh, don't it, worry. You tell me ruthless. nothing. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I used to tell you more and I've honestly, I've only ever regretted it. So. <laughs> All right. Oh, cool. I feel like this way, at least I'm not biasing you, right? Yeah, that's true. I, like, are am I looking forward to it? Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Okay, that's cool. Well, listeners, that's it for us this week. If you want to reach out to us about anything we've said, you can email us. That's beyondvanu.hellmouth at gmail.com, which is linked in the show notes. You can find this episode on the Reddit. That's buffy.reddit.com. Or, if you want to reach out to Michaela or I personally, you can find us on Whisper, an anonymous <laughs> social secret sharing service. <laughs> you can whisper to me at Wispy Whispers. And Michaela? I am at Whistle Whispering. Cool. Make sure to hashtag those whispers. Welcome to the Hellmouth so we know you came from the show. And until next time, farewell from the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no.